Welcome to the Bocha Podcast at the intersection of Brown Pride and Assimilation. I'm Kat. I'm Charlene. Woo! And Charlene, we are not in the same space at the same time right now. We're just kind of separated a little bit. But it's all good because we're in the same state of mind. Of mind. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But during this time of year, occasionally we will take a little bit of time off because it gets crazy in the stuff that we're Mm -hmm. doing with our day jobs. So Mm -hmm. we did that. And then I also did get a message from one of our fans in in the southern part of the state who was like, and then when are we going to have a new episodio, please? Because I miss you guys. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, all right, we, we're, we're getting there. You just chill your pantaloons. We had to take some I also a got a message uh, like, hey, I'm getting caught up. What's, what's, like, what's happening? I'm like, well, we're just letting you get caught up. Right. We're taking really. a pause to make sure we're all on the same page. Yes, to that. And this time around, our same page for this episodio, which is episodio 47 um, for February of 2023 is brown noise valentine's day and then our gay de nuevo is new well new to us new to some parts of the world but oh you know old news for parts of mexico mexico flag football star diana flores so agreed all right brown so we're gonna kick this off with brown noise and when i first read this i couldn't tell if you were being like facetious or if you were being being serious, because I do use some brown noise to fall asleep sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I was doing both. Exactly. Um, because, you know, I love a good play on words. We mm-hmm. both do. Uh, so this brown noise. So people may have heard of white noise. There's also pink noise and violet noise. And there is brown noise. Brown noise, which is named after robert brown who was a scientist who discovered brown movements which are found in nature and they're like these repetitive motions that these sounds mimic that movement right so it's a really dense noise um it's low low frequency sounds that have a quality that is helping the brain relax so you using it to fall asleep makes total sense it's actually within that sound is every single frequency that the human ear can detect at once. Whoa. What? What? I know. And apparently, so some examples are um, high wind, heavy rain, water in rapids, um, waves crashing, the hum of a jet. So what we might consider in awake time as like kind of a loud, overpowering noise is actually true. It It's shown to be a really dense noise that can be um, kind of all-encompassing. Some people describe it as a smothering sound, which to me makes it sound like the oral uh, version of a weighted blanket kind of a deal, right? Oh. So it's it's a lot. It's a lot at once, and it kind of helps your brain to just be so stimulated that it's relaxed. So interesting. Interesting. Um, I know. So you can find if you don't know what brown noise is and you want to pay attention um, and and have a reference point. Spotify playlists have brown noise. YouTube channels um, have play. You know, you can play brown noise on that. Where do you listen to brown noise? So I don't want to say that I'm bougie, but I do Apple <laughs> Music. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I just, you know, I do the the monthly fee or whatever to have the the 
music playlists and whatnot without any advertisements. So that's where I listen to it is on, on Apple Music. And honestly, some of the things that I have listened to before that help put me to sleep is either the heavy rain or the thunder, which I also, in, in looking up what brown noise was, aside from us having a pachanga, um, was some of the, the examples that they gave of brown noise. And I think folks might be like super familiar with the white noise because that's something that you sometimes he- see, or I'm sorry, hear when you go to like a therapist's office mm-hmm. so that you don't hear conversations coming from the other room or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I hear that it's soothing for babies as well to like, you know, hear just have that plain what did you call it dense and smothering <laughs> yeah well and also they the same it mimics the sounds in a womb right because it's dense womb. and smothering i like i a mean womb. you know like me as a parent yes so on on one side exactly so on one side there's the brown noise that comes from this you know the scientist and all of the frequencies very scientific but it's supposed to be soothing and then on the other hand there's like brown noise where we got get called out brown noise so i was thinking about this because there have been several occasions on which you and i have been in groups sometimes smaller groups and sometimes large groups of black and brown people mm-hmm. and we are having a good time, mm-hmm. needless to say, because we're super fun humans. And we either A, have been kicked out, or B, have been threatened to be kicked <laughs> out on multiple occasions. And I just started thinking about this, how how we express ourselves in joy and how it can get really loud and and may to other people be perceived as maybe violent, maybe too much, maybe it's like just extra, right? Like people don't need to be that joyous. Joyous and brown or black. Right. Um yeah, and I mean really over the last I would say I don't know, three or four years, um, I started thinking back on the occasions on which we have been so loud, whether there's three or four of us. Usually it's not just if it's you and I, but if you start adding three, four, six, God forbid, 10 of us, um, we get loud. Yes, we get looks, we looks. get, at, we get Karened, and this is this Bad. isn't just this isn't just like specific to our group or our friends. This happens all the time. All the time that we've seen on like TikTok or what have you, where there's someone who calls someone out, they Karen and call the police on someone who they have their music too loud or whatever. It's like the discomfort in Black and Brown people having joy. Period. So that brown noise yes. versus the comforting brown noise that helps soothe us to sleep. But it's such a fucking pain in the ass that you have to like police how loud you are or how much joy you have for someone else's comfort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, and this is also sad. So I had to really reflect on this and think back into um, 
of course, when my family gets together, forget it. Like, right. this is how it is. Um, but it's just us usually because we're at somebody's house. So it's not a thing. Uh, and usually, I mean, I, I can't even think on a time where we had neighbors that either weren't invited or that complained um, because folks live out kind of in more rural areas or, like I said, the neighbors are invited, so it's not a thing or whatever. But when I started when I started to notice it and I mentioned the last few years is because we have we have the luxury of working alongside many, many folks in our community who are black and brown mm -hmm. indigenous folks. Um, so these are now professional settings, quote unquote, with our peers at work, our colleagues at work who are now getting threatened, carried, or actually kicked out of places. And then it made me think, like, wait a minute. These are our professional people. And it's a problem. And it... Because I don't even consider us being, like, super wild. Because I'm, like, I'm managing myself. Because this is, like, a work setting. So I'm not even, you know, doing my, like, non-work personality thing. So I don't know. I just started thinking about how how very interesting this is. I've been noticing it in, in the settings that I'm at, not just um, with some of the, the newer colleagues that we have, because there are some who, um, they are very joyous in their laughter. And that has mm -hmm. brought out some of the Karen-y like, mm -hmm. excuse me, can you, can you settle down? We can hear it in the vicinity or whatever. Right. But there's also, it, it doesn't even take sometimes that much. It's like even conversations are snickering under even if it's under your breath and you have hushed mm -hmm. tones if it's at the discomfort of someone else and it's usually white individuals or people who are like in a position of power who want to hush and and it's you know again it's not like we're it's not like we're five kegs in and having a great time not that there's no. anything wrong with that but it just seems like the more black and brown people you have in a group enjoying themselves, the more likely someone's discomfort right. alarm bell is going off and they've got to do, right. they feel like they have to do something about it. They have to tell you something about it. And it also happens with music. When you're in a car, like if I was, if I go down the street and I've got Mozart cranked, like no one's going to bug me. If First I go all, down, does this happen? You know what? Don't judge me. Sure. Um, <laughs> but if I go down the street and I've got like ranchera or Bad Bunny or hip hop, right? There's bound to be someone who gives the looks, the stares, the like. Why? You can roll with Toby Keith and have it cranked. No one's gonna bat an eye. Like no <laughs> one cares. But brown noise, even in music, and how that's policed in your vehicle. And I'm and I'm not gonna lie. There have been a couple of times where, for example, uh, several months ago, went to Palomas, which is in Mexico. So mm -hmm. already we're in a different, it's different, right? The scene is different. Um, sitting at large tables with family, friends, we're loud, we're drinking. Um, and this very white woman with her family, lovely folks at a table next to us, uh, are just like oh hell yeah this this is who we want to be with like we want to hang out with you this lady 
proceeds to call over the mariachis, play I don't even remember what, and starts a conga line to get all of our tables <laughs> up and dancing in the, across the restaurant with her. And it was like, okay, see, like this, you know, yeah, just be part of the fun. You don't have to hate. Just if you're a little bit jealous, then bring yourself to the party and it'll all be fine because it was great. And everyone enjoyed it and it was fantastic. Um, and that's not always the case, right? That's not always the case. And I have I the laugh that you're talking about, the loud, piercing, cackle laugh. Um, I know I have this. When, and it, it's a, it takes a certain level of me being... I don't know, free, safe, mm-hmm. all the things. It takes lots of comfortable. levels right, yeah. for me to be at that level of comfort, but then the cackle, right? And I, the first time I recognized that I had this cackle was actually at a family reunion. Um, I was standing at a kitchen sink with the open window to the outside where my mother was, and my mother was doing the cackle. And I had the immediate <laughs> recognition that I sound just like that. And it was both terrifying and also like, oh, I get it now. That's mm-hmm. funny. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I love it when you get to that stage of happiness and joy. Because then for me, that's like super comfortable. Like we are having a great time. When If mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know, I, ca- I couldn't imagine having to temper frivolity or having fun at the expense of others but to be to be very real in my life that has happened where we've been hushed and then and then we acquiesce or we just say like okay well we'll just keep it down so that or leave or leave so that we can make everybody else around us comfortable and that's happened Mm -hmm. not just with black and brown uh, individuals in a group but also LGBTQ, like if there are mm-hmm. some um, individuals who are at the table who are a little bit more um, flamboyant or effeminate mm-hmm. in a male body or a cis male body, that mm-hmm. when they get joyous and, you know, cackly and all of the things, there's also this like need to to police the and to police the joy. And it really is j- just that, like you're policing someone else's fucking joy. Right. And, right. And it's... Go ahead. No, no. I, I was going to say it's gross, but go. It is gross. And uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say we're in, you know, the library and are pissed because we can't carry on with our business uh, while other people are trying to concentrate or study. I'm talking about a happy hour. I'm talking about a place where this is appropriate to be loud and talking a restaurant, and there's sure. music and yeah. it's a restaurant whatever you know not well i get it's it's 11 o'clock at night you're in the hotel room people next to you are trying to sleep i've been that person like keep it down it's two in the morning whatever i get it there are there's there's the time and place rule maybe that's my assimilated side coming out but i'm not saying any and all places is this appropriate i'm talking about the times where this should be completely unquestioned and completely fine. And yet there's the looks, there's the stares, there's the manager, there's all the things. Um, so how do we fix it? I don't get it. I don't I don't know how to address it or how to, I don't wanna be, especially in those moments, if you're in the midst of you know your frivolity, which is hard to come by 
in my life at times if I'm in the midst of that the last thing I want to do is turn it into a confrontation with Karen like that's not what I want to do but what do we do I mean join us so that you can enjoy the moment as well (laughs) also we were laughing at you so (laughs) I don't know let us get to know you so we can make deeper fun of you right (laughs) I mean there are this is a super good question because when I sometimes scroll through TikTok, there are some Karen occasions where um, they have engaged in a way that either shuts down in a very smart or in a very like, you're not going to bring me down kind of way. Like, I'm just going to shut you down. And then there's like, oh, you want a confrontation? We can give you a confrontation. Go for it. Let's right. see what happens kind of thing. I don't sometimes I can't read the room sometimes very well to know like is this a time where we should be um standing up and just like if you don't like it because we're in a park and having a barbecue you can fuck right off or like we're in a restaurant and like you know what join us and once you find the hilariousness of this conversation you're going to be just as raucous alongside with us Mm. Also, don't get mad because we're also still just making fun of you and the way you dress. And your Crocs, Karen. And you'll I'm, never be this hilarious. <laughs> right? You can never be this funny. So what do you, I mean, how do you handle it? How do you, how do you read the room to be like, okay, should we not be laughing at this funeral? Or um, is it okay in, you know, during the Super Bowl, everybody's like high-fiving and all the things? I mean, I think it, I think you're right. I think it does depend. in the same way that we're asking others also read the room like has someone already gone to the level of calling some authority figure whether that be a security guard a cop a manager whatever that may be like are we already escalated to that point or has someone come over and been like oh my gosh sounds like y'all are having a whole bunch of fun hey uh my grandma wears hearing aids. It's super loud for her. We're trying to move tables. Whatever, right? Like, read the room. Figure it out. Try mm-hmm. There are ways that we can also be in it with somebody and understand whatever situation they're in, um, which that last situation did happen to us not that long ago. We were at a table. Mm-hmm. It was loud. Um, somebody came in with their elderly folks to eat lunch and immediately realized "Mm, this isn't going to be good for the older people and we want you all to keep having a good time and the woman came up to our table and said my grandma she has hearing aids she doesn't like it when it's loud i wish i was sitting with you all have a margarita for me like did the whole thing and then was very kind and they and they moved um we didn't make them move it what they like they sat down and within five minutes were like this isn't the best placement for us right so took responsibility for their own situation which was awesome uh, so I don't know. I guess it's a case by case. And um... there's also some personalities that can de-escalate with humor. So there is a, yes. a mutual friend in common, Erica, who like when that when that kind of happens, she can she reads a room very quickly and can de-escalate with so much mm. humor and such and such cl- like just a sense of not class, but there's just a sense about her that's like. No, but really, we're, you know, enjoy it with us or like enjoy it from far away, but still have the enjoyment or you know, there's just there's just a way that she has that is just mm-hmm. so amazing to see mm-hmm. the attitude change because she does it in mm-hmm. such a way. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That might be 
and I, I, I messaged you about this once before of like a white comfort, like how we move yeah. in this world with in the different ways that we code switch that could be sure. out of white comfort. We are off. We're trying to make a comfortable situation for someone else because we are the people of color. So, um, yeah, but she just does. She does her magic to make the situation not escalate and for us to still continue to have the joy mm-hmm. not at the expense of someone else's comfort and being like okay we'll keep we'll keep it down for you so that you can enjoy your barbecue out in the open or whatever it is mm-hmm. there are just yeah, some people who a, can it, there are there's there's just a personality type and and uh and the other the other side has to be receptive too, I think. So there's just that that magic mixture, I think, that has to meet in the middle and be like, okay, either we're gonna move or we're gonna keep it down or we're gonna agree to be in the same space and understand that this is what's happening on both sides, whatever it is, whatever that agreement has to be. Very interesting. Very. It, I also see this happening, although it doesn't get to Karen uh, like level, but if you are in a mixed family and you go to a quince and <laughs> and your partner <laughs> is walking into this environment or another a friend of the family another person is walking into this environment and they're Amen. like there's a lot of noise and you know they just kind of smile to be like that's a lot that's going on like oh honey we haven't even scratched the surface of the joy we that we're going to be having to the trunk bar yet like yeah Mm-mm. we haven't even popped the trunk yet Right. Mm -hmm. We haven't hit like the fifth stage of plate of food and taking the centerpiece yet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It. Yeah. I don't I don't have answers. Uh, Maybe I need like a giant boom box that plays brown noise that I can put in between the tables when we're being loud. And then like people can just have the the calming. I don't know. I love it. It's all the frequencies. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) This relaxes your brain. Don't worry. (laughs) It's only a little overstimulating. Like us. Yeah. Exactly. I thought you were going to be like, maybe we should get uh, the brown noise coming out of stereo, like say anything and hold it up over our head. (laughs) Yeah, that too. Like, you know, it's fine. Oh my god. I don't have answers for this one. It was just a um it was a thought. No, I mean again, read the room. There's not always going to be a great answer because the more there is this ability for us to hit record on our phone and and that escalates, right? Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, you might be doing it because you're like cover my ass situation. Mm-hmm. And they're reading it like, "Oh, so now you're going to put me on blast, right?" And that, you know, the escalation is so easily triggered nowadays that sometimes even reading the room can be a little bit difficult anyway because Mm -hmm. there is this divisiveness. There is this like easily, I don't want to say triggered, but the the temperament is so short that it's easy to go from zero to 100 when things like calling out, placing on blast on a social media, um you know, the cancel quote unquote cancel culture, although sometimes that is incredibly valid and incredibly needed, but it's, those things can, can, even if you read the room can make it as just escalated that much more, just that 
start just a little bit. So yeah. you, there, I don't know that there is an answer necessarily. Case by case basis, have your frivolity, live in your and, joy. Uh, you're making me also think about just it feels now like folks are so tired on all ends, on any any end of whatever spectrum you're talking about, that tolerance for other humans that are not like you mm. is lessened. So the crying baby, the person who may have a disability, who's not acting in a social manner that you find acceptable or appropriate, um, the loud table in the corner, whatever it is, rather than giving each other grace and understanding, we're quick to jump at how uncomfortable uh, the situation is for you, right? And um, so, yeah, just giving each, each other a little bit of grace. And because the world is hard and we're tired, appreciating when people are having fun and enjoying one another because it doesn't happen all the time. Right? I mean, just like loving in that joy and seeing someone else, like even if it's me and I've had a bad day, just trying to take a breath and sit with like someone else is having joy in this moment that you may not be. I can pick yes. up and move or I can do something else or I can just enjoy someone else having some fun. Walk by and breathe in the vibes and hope it catches on. <laughs> with a mask yes. on because, you know, COVID still here. <laughs> I mean, you don't want all the vibes. No. Just some. Vibe? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Brown noise as a vibe. I like it. Um, you know what's another uh, vibe that <laughs> that catches us once a year? <gasps> bum bum bum. It's February. It's yes. Valentine's. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, do you celebrate Valentine's? Um, no, I celebrate Valentine's with an M. Oh. Um. <laughs> Happy Valentine's. Um, I do. I do. I do. And I am not one of those folks who had, because we know people who hate the day. Hate this day. Don't celebrate it. Shut it all down. Mm -hmm, and we mm -hmm. know people who love it, um, who, you know, maybe don't really even have a, what, like they're not in the most perfect romance, married to Fabio, all the things, I don't know, or Bad Bunny, I don't know, whatever your fantasy is. They're not in that, but they just love the love. Yes. Um, so we know both both kinds of those folks. Uh, but I do, I do, I do like a good Valentine's Day. I do. Did you always? You? Oh, there were probably some angsty teenage years when I was, you know, not a fan, but... I've never not, I've never been an anti-Valentiner. How about I, you? I think when I was younger, because of society, you know, like societal or youth pressure of like, did you get a Valentine's in high school mm. or whatever? It was not my favorite because I wasn't always in a relationship or anything. And it felt like, wah, wah. But sure. as I've gotten older and enter my curmudgeon, right, I... You cannot buy into this capitalistic thing of we have to show and buy love mm -hmm. or anything like that just one day out of the year. Um, that being said, I still do try to get a little something for my partner, the executive director. A little something. It's not an overboard. It's not flowers. It's not, you know, a big, huge deal. Um, last year when I was home for Valentine's day, I took my partner and our girls out as like, they were all my dates and, you know, we went to dinner mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, 
but otherwise it you know the curmudgeon in me is like we should be loving uh, the people that we want to love every single day and not have to do something special just one day out of the year do the special things the entire time your love language you know words of affirmation or whatever that might be like do that tacos yeah tacos and beer do that more than once a year absolutely well and interestingly so this is so much a commercialized holiday at this point Mm -hmm. right it's all the candy hearts and the chocolate and the roses like literally i don't know how many thousands and thousands of acres of roses are grown just for this holiday it's ridiculous um but it's car the cards the hallmark all of it it is a commercialized holiday at this point where you're right it is the um, buy the jewelry, buy the things to show, to equate your affection or love for the people in your life, right? Um, interestingly, Holiday was named for St. Valentine. Uh-huh. Um, I have a also, feeling this is going to go turn really badly with this saint. Oh, I love it. it oh, well, my God. So there were two Valentines, one St. Valentine, another Valentine who it could have been named for. They're not really sure that the they don't get to really claim it because they don't know and it has origins in a pagan fertility festival of course which it i does. find i know fascinating um lupercalia which was a fertility festival um and they they celebrated it by sacrificing animals and smacking women with animal hides <laughs> did you just call it lubricalia with a p oh better okay i was like wow bum 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 Mm -hmm. okay so yeah the sacrificed animals okay i got that that's that's something that shoot it's even in the bible god loved a good barbecue but and then you smacked women with hot the hide of the animal Mm -hmm. oh that's some kinky bdsm stuff right there i'm saying okay well that you know i mean you could smack with some love in a nice consenting consenting way, way. okay <laughs> all right but it you know i also feel like in the last few years that i've been paying attention uh there's been this reclamation of galentine's day right, oh, right. celebrate it with your friends practice self-love buy yourself the flowers get yourself a gift do do all the self-love things um hilariously i've heard it called singles awareness day <laughs> <laughs> isn't there like an anti-valentine's day song as well like this like i hate love kind of oh i'm sure oh my goodness i'm sure i love it um also there's a there's a story that uh it started being celebrated as a festival of love and all things love in the middle ages Mm -hmm. um after there was a belief in both france and england that that's the day on which birds started mating (laughs) huh okay a little iffy on that one but it's so interesting when i interestingly when i was looking up like you know because this is at the intersection of brown pride and assimilation i was like huh so do all latin american countries celebrate so Mm -hmm. i was looking to see what uh you know if this is kind of a worldwide universal thing Mm-hmm. or if this was just like purely americanized capitalistic or you know mm-hmm. but it looks like it's influenced like in both directions right there's some things that come from you know slapping consensually someone with a hide um <laughs> but also like the fact that we even use chocolate as the mm-hmm. 
um, you know, the centerpiece around which love is eaten, consumed, sure. I don't know. And right. that, and those roots in Central America be, uh, from the cacao trees, right? So mm. how, you know, moving that from something that was so very indigenous to Europe where it was sweetened, added some extra things because they couldn't drink it straight. They were weak. And then how it just became like it, the slowly this indigenous like treat became the centerpiece that is Valentine's Day worldwide. And in some countries, they don't celebrate it in February. So it, it's oh. celebrated in October or June, like in yeah. Bolivia and Colombia. Interesting. Oh, I want an October Valentine's Day. Right? Yes. Instead of in the middle of winter where our hearts are solid, frozen solid, like outside <laughs> in Santa Fe right now where it's snowing. So, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's world, it's the love itself is worldwide, I, I guess I would say, but it's celebrated in different, uh, in different countries in different times of the year. And it has different names. Like there's, you know, Dia de San Valentin or Dia de Amor y la Amistad. So, Aww. and I've, I've today, just today, I've heard both. Love it. So, yeah, it comes in a couple different forms, but celebrated nonetheless. And if we can hold on to that root of celebrating just love itself without the commercialization and the cards and the things and the whatever. Although I will say I did. Um, I did buy the people in my family gifts today and my mom. My mom gave me a most lovely Valentine today, which I was very excited about. Um, it's this, I don't know if you can see it. It's this little heart pendant. And on one side, it's... Um, like garnets and on the other side it's sapphires Ooh. and my grandparents gave it to her when she oh. was like 16 oh nice how sweet adorable. i know well first of all i'm like why were your parents giving you like jewelry when you were 16 i like gave my daughter sour warheads in a heart <laughs> i mean of course she's eight <laughs> still i'll wait till she's 16 and and see if uh you see if that's changed between then and now yeah. <laughs> And I did, I got some roses today. It was very lovely. My suegra came over and gave, you know, a valentine to the kiddo. And I sent my little ajado a valentine, which was a notorious B.I.G. sweatshirt. And, oh, now that um, says I love size. you. What else says I love you, really? A toddler sweatshirt, mm -hmm. notorious B.I.G. What I, did you, uh, how, I, how have you celebrated you said last year you did the family dinner. Um, that's because for this particular job that I'm in, sometimes I don't go home for Valentine's mm -hmm. Day. I'm I'm a, I'm at work in a different locale, so like mm -hmm. this year I celebrated Valentine's Day with my staff. <laughs> Languages. <laughs> we had a staff meeting this morning. Um, yep. and that was you know because that's not always the way. But I did. I did send a little something, even though, like I, like I said before, like I don't want to buy into this capitalism, but I will get you one little small gift that you will get today, which she was very happy about. So that Aww. was that was sweet and nice. And I also think maybe maybe I'm not, not that I'm anti Valentine's Day, because I'm certainly not anti showing love or anything like that. I'm very affectionate, um, but because it's so surrounded by chocolate, and maybe I'm just grumpy pantaloons that mm. I can't eat any of the chocolates. So I'm like, fuck it all. Yeah. You're allergic. Uh, they, it triggers migraines, so I can't eat any. That. Okay, yeah, so, I'm allergic, but triggers migraines. Okay. 
So, and what I have come to the conclusion in the past like year is that um, I am now giving other people extra chocolate that I don't consume or I can't consume. See, that's a gift in itself. See, yes. But I think deep down inside, there's part of me that's like stupid holiday with treats I can't eat. But I do miss, I don't know if you remember, this This shows our age. Back in the day where we had the little like one piece foldy um, valentine that you stuck into the envelope and everybody got the little envelopes in school and you had those little hearts that were like 100% sugar and they had like a little note on them like, you're sweet, kiss me or something. Yes, that. Do admit there, that I'm The classroom it. valentine, let me tell you what, there is nothing as dramatic mm. as the classroom valentine i love it i love it it is uh even today i you know my daughter came home from school i was like i want to know all that cheese man what happened who got what who gave what <laughs> she was like mom i had to stay in for first recess because she didn't natural consequence she didn't take care of some of her responsibilities had to stay in for recess so i'm like i'm going along with this i'm like cool yeah you had you know you had to pay the price do your time She's like, but it was actually a good thing. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, my God. What do you mean it was a good thing? She's like, yeah. <laughs> One of the kids brought their treats in late, and they were putting them in everybody's mailbox, but they didn't have enough for the whole class, so they had to take them back out. And me and the other person who had to stay in for recess are the only ones that got some. And I'm like, okay, so you were rewarded during your natural consequence <laughs> for not doing what you're supposed to do. And now you think that the world is just going to work like this. She was like, yes. <laughs> okay. So yes to the trauma and the drama on this one because so some people they didn't they didn't get not not everybody got an equal amount like usually if there's thirty kids in the class oh, you should ex- mm-hmm. you should expect to have twenty nine valentines sure. or treats or whatever Absolutely. it is right a lollipop something but, it doesn't always work that way no sometimes people come in and they're like don't like Billy, so Billy's not going to get one. Don't like Juan, mm-hmm. Juan's not going to get mm-hmm. shit. I'm mm-hmm. only going to give this to like the five people and then eat the rest of the candy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's, if you're the one who gets, who or who got the five. Four things. Yeah, you're so devastating. I never did that as a kid, but I, I do remember. Um, so I even love this. So in my daughter's classroom, they just do the from. They don't do the two. Mm. So it's just... It doesn't matter who it goes to. Everybody gets something and they just know who gave it. You don't do the two. But when I I remember during Valentine's as a kid, I remember really going down that damn list and being like, mm, mm. yeah, Joe, Joe's going to get the you're cool Valentine because mm-hmm. I'm not going to give Joe the like forever yours Valentine. Mm-hmm. That's going to go to like Lisa. Like, because no. Yes. I don't want him reading too much into this in fourth grade. And so we're just not going to do that. Absolutely. I don't know about you, but, and again, this is going to show my age. There wasn't like a printout of how many people or who was in the class. So you had to fucking remember <laughs> everybody no, who was around man. you in homeroom. Stop. Could not, but like, I'd be sitting there going, who sits in front of me? It was just such, it was a, it was a memory That's game. Cool. That's and the would, teacher didn't send a list, cat. You know what? Back in the day, we didn't have the copiers. We had that fucking blue wing thing that, you know, you wow. had to spin the drum to get the copies. So it was just like you <laughs> just had to fucking remember. And hopefully you had spent from August 
to February, mm. memorizing everybody in your class so that you got this shit right come Valentine's. Otherwise, you were sitting in there like, I've got an extra one, and I'm not sure who this goes to, so I'm just going to play it by ear once I walk into that room. And then you did have to decide, just like with the cards of like, is Joe worthy of the, mm-hmm. you choo-choo choose me, or like, you're just cool, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. You also have to have the those aforementioned all sugar hearts that have the message on them you had to pick those messages out very carefully totally who you were going to yeah, give those to no you can't just be giving be mine to like every, anybody there's no willy-nilly about this no you got it you had to get it right and you had to and then you had to taste test while you were doing it <laughs> or was that just me <laughs> okay that might have just been me <laughs> fine well whatever. you're like how come this one doesn't have a message i don't know don't be picky <laughs> right I licked it <laughs> off <Aww. laughs> so wrong <laughs> uh, as i got older and memes were a thing i used to send out to one friend in mm-hmm. particular every single year a silence of the a silence of the lambs um <laughs> valentine <laughs> Cause that's wow. where we're, that's how our relationship went. <laughs> like we would send each other <laughs> a Silence of the Lamb Valentine. You can send me a bottle of Chianti. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girls, cat. I know yeah. one of my favorite movies. Well, Happy Valentine's Day to you, cat. Happy Valentine's Day to you, Charlene. I love you with half of my heart. The other half is already taken. Oh. It, nice. So instead of the dunk dunk, you get the dunk <laughs> of my heartbeat. <laughs> oh, I think mine probably sound. My heartbeat probably sounds like the Law and Order. Dun, dun. <laughs> it's not brown it's noise. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe it's just brown noise. What is that fucking noise? Right. Mm-hmm. Charlene's here. <laughs> oh wait, I heard a cackle. Oh. Yep, it's. Her. <laughs> Uh, all right. So brown noise, Valentine's, and, you know, the brown lover in us. Uh, and then our que hay de nuevo, Charlene. And before we get to that, don't forget that you are listening to the Pocha podcast at that intersection of brown pride and sometimes love and sometimes brown noise. Um, que hay de nuevo, Diana Flores. Bum, bum, bum. So, so in addition to Valentine's Day, now February brings us... Super Bowl. Well, well, yes, that that too. Sure. And with Super Bowl comes all these amazing commercials. commercials. Not all of them are amazing, admittedly, but this one was. No, there was a Jesus commercial. I could have done it better. I, the, how, we had a discussion about that around the table about those Jesus commercials. It was very interesting. Jesus, Jesus, mm-hmm. he gets us is what the thing was. Any hoot. So after the Rihanna concert, a I just want to say she looked amazing. Period. Mm-hmm. I was like, all the things, all of her albums are now going to skyrocket all over again on Apple Music. Um, right, right after her concert, her it was a concert that it was um, had the the pregame and then the aftergame. So it was the concert that just had a football all the way around. Can I just say, Rihanna managed to turn every household into the Latino chisme household. Está embarazada? Is she pregnant? I Look know. Is she ch- did she get one? No, mira. No, no. She's. I knew it. She's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Look at her. Every household. 
we were also doing that in this household. Not that it matters, like it's not, but it was certainly like oh, she's pointing at her tummy. Is that is that a thing? Is it? It's very, and the the tummy was just so perfectly like, like I don't care. It was just so perfectly placed, and I, it just that outfit, everything was all the things everything. in this world. Mm-hmm. So after her concert, um, there was a commercial. Like almost, it was almost directly after the concert, mm-hmm. and it it started off where it was. It was almost as if it was a um, supposed to be like a live interview with this uh, with this woman who is obviously brown, and they were talking about like has anyone ever been able to get the flag? So it was like a flag football player, and then it goes on to to show her running, trying to evade a bunch of people who were trying to get her flag. So this woman, Diana Flores, is um, a play a flag football player for the national Mexican team which last mm-hmm. year won the champion, uh, flag football championship at the World Games. And she's just, I mean, A, she's tiny. She's like a pocket player. But she is fucking fast, A. And it was, it. you would think like this mm. is just the commercial, like trying to show her things. If you go online and you look at some of the videos of her playing, mm-hmm. the things that she does, it's almost mm-hmm. as if you're combining dancing like mexican dancing and the way that you move your hips in the process of running some of the things that you see her do and there's this one very it went viral last year where they slowed down her progress trying to get from one side of the one you know from one part of the field down to make a touchdown Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how she's moving her hips and running at the same time and no one is grabbing her flag. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And now she's just this commercial highlighting women in uh, in football in particular. Driving ahead so that they can get their space in that sport. And she is the face of that because she's a phenomenal athlete. And it's awesome. Like the moment that I saw it, I was all online. Who it is and can we follow them? Mm-hmm. She's amazing and to watch. Adorable. Like an absolutely adorable human being. The smile, the joy. You can just see that she is eating this up. She loves it. This is what she wants to do. She's bringing her own estilo to it. Um, and like and flag football like how is this a thing world games it you know folks didn't even know this was a thing and now it's like oh wait what is this what is the sport who is this and then she happens to be mexican which is amazing again if you don't know who this is you gotta go online look her up on up. the instagrams diana flores and so there's the the piece where she's like this high caliber athlete is getting all of the recognition for it which and the accolades which are well deserved because Mm -hmm. again she is amazing at what she does but she also when she's doing the interviews sounds so humble and is talking about her roots and just um the drive that she had to succeed at this sport and in one interview she's saying like i watched I watched the NFL since I was a kid. I've um, seen the the athletes, but they they didn't reflect me. They didn't reflect who I was. 
as a female, as um, a Latina, as a Mexican. So it's it's awesome to see her shine in this spotlight for other individuals to. And this this reminds me of um, Kat, the astronaut, who is like, Mm -hmm. this is this is inspiration. This is next level. This is like this is all the things that this is orgullo, the very definition of like orgullo. And it the English translation of orgullo doesn't even cut it because there is something around that word that is encapsulated by Diana Flores. It's like, that's orgullo right there to see that human shine in the spotlight. She's, the other thing is she's young. Mm -hmm. She's a quarterback. She's the youngest um, at 25, started playing when she was like 16. She's played in 2014, 16, 18, 21, and 22 Mexico women's flag national team. Um, Gold medals, they are just kicking ass, and she is at the forefront of that. And again, the humility, the the smile, the joy, the just, she is so proud to be doing what she's doing, and it exudes from her being so i love that she's getting attention right now not only because she is mexicana not only because she's young not only because she is an extraordinary athlete who's just showing what it can be and what it can look like but she's just bringing attention to i hope lots of folks out there who are like whether you're, you know, trying to get motivated after you promised yourself you're going to do all kinds of physical shit in January and now it's February and you haven't done it, um, whether you're that person <laughs> or whether you are a fantastic high school athlete or college athlete or middle-aged athlete who's just trying to find their way, like, follow her, watch her, and at, we were make some brown noise. Make some brown <laughs> noise. Like, do it. Just live in the joy that is your body moving in whatever ways it can because um, she just makes me want to get out and do something physical, whether it's go for a walk or I'm not going to play flag football. I thought you were going to say tackle someone. (laughs) Oh, my days of tackling people are over, Kat. I'm Mm. old and it hurts. Um, So no. Well, I don't know. Sometimes people make me want to tackle them. Oh, every single day sometimes. To be seen. Um, The one thing I did want to say about this commercial was so she's, it starts off with this interview with this broadcaster and the broadcaster tries to take her flag and then she's running in different people mm-hmm. in the sport. So either mm-hmm. NFL players or um, arena football player um, tr- trying to get the flag off of her. She finally runs home and she's in her mom's house. I <laughs> and, love it. And then her, her mom's like, come here, let me give you a hug. And then it, there's like that. You, like you know what's gonna happen but to see it play out too where even her mom is trying to grab grab the flag <laughs> it was just the most adorable i love it the the most adorable part of that whole commercial is like yes she's fast and all of the things and then it's like <gasps> my mom too trying to get my flag bum 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 that felt very um that felt very latino right like, oh yeah the mom your being mom's very gonna playful. Your mom's going to hug you and <laughs> whoop your ass. <laughs> going to hug you and humble you at the same time. That's right. And she Every still time. escapes. Every time. I loved it. I love it. I Again, I love that the platform, I love that she was given this platform 
um, actually that she earned this platform. I love that she earned this platform and somebody paid attention. I think it's wonderful. I think it's excellent recognition. I think it's another face for uh, people of color to to see themselves reflected in. And I absolutely love that. I also love it that it's a, a it's a sport that's not like mm-hmm. the typical. It's not baseball. It's not soccer. Mm-hmm. It's American fo- or football americano, right? So a sport that is not generally seen as a sport that mm-hmm. that's played or that's a national sport of Mexico or anything or any other sure any any other uh, uh, Central or Southern American um, country. So it it was so super cool to see like excelling in something that's so very Americana. Although Dave Grohl did show us that um, football was invented in Canada, that was something I learned from the Super Bowl as well. But it it was so super cool to see that reflection and just and more and more see like Cat, who's the astronaut, like Diana, who's a football player, um, seeing ourselves reflected more and more in things that are that may have previously been thought of as unachievable. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. Just super beautiful. So if you haven't had the opportunity to check out that um, that commercial, I'm sure it's anywhere. Like if you just Google Diana mm-hmm. Flores commercial, it's going to be on the YouTubes and on the Instagrams. She has her own Instagram page as well. Um, again, where mm-hmm. she's like just super humble in all the things. So follow Diana Flores um, now I'm going to have to see how we can watch some of the flag football because I didn't even realize there was a team. Right. Like I didn't even yeah, realize there was a whole like women's flag football association or league or anything. It's so now I got to go. Can you imagine her if she played roller derby, though? Like, holy shit. She'd be the most amazing jammer. We always want to recruit people. I know. <laughs> We're like you're you're a chef. Oh my god, you should play roller derby. Right? Exactly. <laughs> you know what you should do? Play roller derby. Everybody. Everybody Every, jump everybody. on board. And what you can't play? Oh great, you should be a ref. That's fine. You don't have coach. to be on skates. <laughs> you could coach. There's so totally. many other things. So many options for you. Oh. <sighs> All right. So, February, okay. we're getting ready Charlene to start um a fifth season. Can you believe we're half half a decade of seasons? I don't know. Well, I can't. I literally can't believe that we've come this far and still have the energy and all of the things to talk about. I can. We have amazing listeners who continue to send us positive messages and tell us they're listening and tell us that we should give warnings before episodes because <laughs> if they're driving or lifting heavy <laughs> objects or managing machinery they start laughing and put themselves in danger so i just think that should be a disclaimer now at the beginning of all of our episodes welcome to the pocha podcast where you need to have a trigger warning in case you're laughing so hard you spit out the coffee while you're driving that exactly <laughs> well this has been episodio 47 for the Pocha podcast at that intersection of brown pride, brown noise, brown joy, um, and brown athletes. I'm Kat. I'm still Charlene. Woo! And we will catch you on the flip side. Bye.